Welcome to the PGF podcast. My name is Paige and I'm an online women's health and fitness coach. This podcast is here to help you lose body fat, nurture your mindset and improve your relationship with food, exercise and your body. If you're ready for coaching, you can find more information in the show notes. Hello, I recently came back from my honeymoon. It was about eight days ago now that we landed back. No, maybe, yeah, eight. Um, And... I ate basically whatever, well, I did. I ate and drank whatever I wanted whilst I was away. Um, I don't really have like body composition goals coming back from the honeymoon. So um, I was just like, I'm just gonna do whatever I want. And I thoroughly enjoyed myself. Ate a lot of great gelato, like the best gelato I've ever eaten. Side note, if you're in Split, go to, I think it's like Gelateria Emiliana or something like that. And it's unreal. There's a queue, the queue goes really quickly and it's 100% worth queuing. It's like it's, I don't know what they put in it, but like if they had laced it with crack, I would not be surprised. Um, they were like this chocolate one, which was literally like, if you had turned a chocolate brownie into ice cream somehow, like just got a chocolate brownie and made it into ice cream, not like bits of chocolate brownie, but just like the whole ice cream was just chocolate brownie. It was that, um, and it was unreal. So highly recommend. Anyway, ate a lot of that, drank a lot of mojitos because the difference in price between a Coke and a mojito was like, three euros and I was like that's the price I'm willing to pay um so so yeah we we went ham and it was great um and when I came back my weight was up three kilos from when I left now a bit of background is that before the wedding I had done a bit of a cut um and then I kept those kind of deficit calories all the way up until the wedding day because I'd had my dress fitted to um to my body and um I was quite depleted at that point so basically didn't have a huge amount of um glycogen in my muscles so I was very like flat from a muscular sense um and then if I just gone back to eating what I usually would have which is what I would do with anyone post cut then I may not fit into my dress because I literally asked her to fit it quite tightly to me um so that was a fear that um my coach had (laughs) when bringing my calories back up so he was like just stick with what you're doing now so I did so I was quite depleted going into the honeymoon which means that if I had ate normally leading up to the honeymoon post cut I probably would have been around a kilo heavier so really I feel like my true weight was probably around like 61 kilos anyway so just note that as I'm talking throughout throughout this podcast because um it's quite an important thing to know um Anyway, so I I left um, for the wedding around 60 kilos. Um, I left for the honeymoon at around 60 kilos. And then... um and then I came back from the honeymoon and I weighed 63. So three kilo increase in nine days, um, which maybe suggests the amount that I was eating. Now, a couple of things to note. I did not gain three kilos of body fat. That's almost not impossible um, in a week, but it means that I would have had to eat so, like so many calories, like unbelievable amount of calories. I don't think I could have managed it. Um, and there was a lot of things going on, you know, like there was alcohol. I don't really drink alcohol. I drank a fair amount on the wedding day. I drank um, maybe three or four days out of the days that we were away. Um, I ate loads more carbs than I would usually eat just because like I just ate pasta at every opportunity I possibly could um and it was great um we flew which can cause water retention um 
and we weren't we didn't really train we only trained twice whilst we were away so you know our energy expenditure was probably quite significantly lower we were doing a good amount of steps went for a run but like it was very low on the energy expenditure scale compared to what our bodies probably used to so there was a lot of different factors going on um but like I didn't go mental I didn't just eat for the sake of it I ate when I wanted to and I enjoyed what I ate um, and I think that's an important distinction like yes I ate what I wanted but also like there were days where I was like my body needs a salad and so I had a salad and that was great and then there were other days where I was like I want a giant sandwich and that is what I ate so um so yeah there was like balance in a non-balanced way if you see what I mean um but anyway, I want to talk to you about the specific um, weigh-ins that I had and almost like talk through them a little bit, um, just because I think it's important. There's a, there's a couple of things that I think are important about it. So firstly, the day, so we actually came back on the Thursday night really late and just went to bed. So the Friday was the first morning um, that we were back um, and I weighed 63 kilos on the dot. And then I weighed myself the day after, so the 9th of September, and I had dropped 0.9 kilos literally overnight. So imagine if I'd come back on the Friday weighing 63 kilos, and then I was like, oh my God, my weight's gone up so much. I go into fuck it mode. I just I just keep eating like I was on holiday. Do you think I would have woken up on the Saturday with my weight almost a kilo lower? Absolutely not. It's because I was able to ignore that weight and know that it was temporary and know that it wasn't body fat and just get back into my normal routines. I made sure on that um, Friday that I went out for a walk, I hit my steps, that I um, went and trained at the gym, that I made sure that my protein intake was good. I made sure my fruit and veg intake was good as well because my fiber intake had been really low whilst we were away because I lived off pasta, gelato and mojitos. Um, so yeah, I just got straight back into it and then 0.9 drop on the scales. Um, then I weighed myself the day after and there was another drop a lot smaller, which was 0.2 kilos. So then I was 61.9. Um, and then I didn't weigh myself for two days because I just forgot um, and it went down to 61.4 so then a, a half kilo drop um, and then um, I wasn't very good at weighing myself um, but the day after that my weight actually spiked back up to 61.7 so again not linear and then at that point I could have thought oh my god oh my god this is because it's body fat and I've gained so much body fat and now I'm gonna throw in the towel or now I'm gonna hyper restrict um which would just leave lead to overconsumption in the end but instead I just stuck to what I wanted to do and I kept moving and grooving um then that evening we actually went out for dinner surprise surprise I had a massive bowl of pasta um I didn't weigh myself the next day just because I forgot, um, but I imagine it probably would have stayed the same and maybe gone off again. Um, and then this morning I weighed myself and it was 61.1. So um, almost exactly two kilos down from where we started. And as I said at the beginning, probably um, given, you know, the fact that I'm a lot, like my muscles are a lot fuller, I have a lot more glycogen in my muscles, all of those sorts of things. That's probably my true weight that I would have been when I left had I not been as depleted as I was. So the biggest takeaway from this is please do not let the scales when you come back from your holiday dictate your actions after that point. And this is something that I try and tell my clients a lot and I need to think of a better way of wording it because sometimes I get like, I feel like I, I'm not very good at explaining it, but when you only focus on the end result, which, which for a lot of people, they only focus on the scales, right? The scales don't change anything. They are a result, they are not an action. 
So there's no point in focusing on it because it doesn't mean anything. And putting all your effort and all your energy into the scales means nothing for you. However, if you put all your effort and all your energy into the actions, if you put all that effort, all that focus into getting your steps every day, into hitting your calorie target or, or, or following your nutritional protocol, if you put it into your training, then that will have an impact on the scales. But just focusing solely on the scales, that's not gonna, that does, that's not gonna get you out for your steps. That's not gonna get you out um, to the gym. That's not gonna get you moving forward with your nutrition. You're looking and focusing and putting your effort into the wrong end of it. You're putting it into, into the outcome, right? You're not putting it into the thing that's gonna get you closer to that outcome, if that makes sense. So I would just ignore it. And I actually did an Instagram post where I was like, do not weigh yourself when you get back from your holiday. Now I did because I'm quite good at detaching myself from what the scales say. And I know that, I knew that it wasn't gonna stay that high. Um, and I wanted to do it to kind of make this podcast and make a post on Instagram to be like, please do not let the weight on the scales affect your actions. And that is why I have some clients who don't weigh themselves or they weigh themselves once a month when, when they've had enough time to see, um, trends, um, because they fixate so much on what the scales say and they let that dictate their behavior. When if you don't, and if you can detach from it, you'll get so much better results. And then the second smaller byproduct is just, remember that weight is always gonna fluctuate. And I have conversations with clients where they're like, oh, I tried really hard this week and my and the scale weight didn't go down. And it's like, the scales don't really care how much effort you put in. Um, and remember that you're putting effort into fat loss and the scales may show you that you've lost body fat but they're also gonna show you that you've retained water from your menstrual cycle or that you ate more carbs this week and so your body weight is up because of water retention or that you ate more sodium this week and you've retained water or that you went on a flight and you've retained water um, or that you're injured and you've retained water or that you haven't had a poo yet and so you have food in your digestive tract. You know, like it's showing you a multitude of different things in that one number and you are trying to bring it down only through fat loss and therefore sometimes that that's going to get skewed with all the other processes that it's also showing you. So it doesn't really care. <laughs> Like the, the scales do not care about the amount of effort that you put into fat loss, just keep going. And over time, you will have made a significant enough um, difference in terms of your body fat levels that that will show, even though, you know, you may be retaining a bit of water. Like if you lose 10 kilos of body fat, you're never gonna fluctuate 10 kilos of body weight because of water retention. So like, it's still gonna show even if you're retaining water. However, if you've only lost one kilo of body fat, you can fluctuate a kilo in water retention. You can, like, I sh like I've shown, you can fluctuate two kilos in water retention. So just keep going. You know, like when sprinters, I don't know, well, I mean, I did very little sprinting at school, but you know when they're like, don't turn around to like look where other people are because when you turn around, like you slow yourself down and you slightly change your direction, just like keep your head forward and just keep moving. That's what you have to do with fat loss. Like stop looking around and, and checking every two seconds whether the scale's gone down. Stop like measuring your waist and seeing whether it's gone down an inch or half an inch. Stop, you know, 
trying to buy clothes that are a couple of sizes smaller like stop looking around for validation that you're moving closer to your goal and just keep doing the things that are actually going to get you there like often I find that the people who do really well are just good at just ticking the boxes and not really caring or not they care but like not fixating on whether they're permanently moving closer to where they want to be um whereas the people who struggle are constantly weighing themselves or constantly measuring themselves or constantly taking progress pictures and it's like in 24 hours you're going to see very little difference right so stop checking and just do the work instead like you cannot get results from work that you are not doing you just can't Uh, and it's really easy to like um to tell yourself something different and and I put my hands up that when I started this fat loss phase I started back in like April I think I was not consistent with my nutrition at all the amount of things I ate that I didn't track and then I, I sat and even though I know that this is not how it works I sat and tried to convince myself maybe I've ruined my metabolism from previous diets that I've done maybe I've ruined it and then I sat down and I was like Paige you like every time you pass the cereal cupboard you ate a handful of granola every time I walk past that cupboard quite quite a few times a day guys and every time I was eating a handful of granola or like if Sam had food that I wanted to try I'd eat it and I wouldn't think anything about it and then in, at the end of the day I'm sat being like oh my metabolism's broken no Paige you're just not doing what you need to be doing and as soon as I was like okay everything I eat is going to be tracked everything I drink is going to be tracked guess what the weight fell off so it's really easy even me where like this is my job and I spend time telling people your metabolism isn't broken you're just not doing what you need to do even I was able to convince myself (laughs) or try to convince myself that 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 was the reason so you know it's it's a hard thing and I'm not saying I'm not saying it's not hard it is hard it's not sim it is simple sorry it is simple but it's not easy um so yeah if you're struggling with constantly checking scales, constantly checking how your progress is coming along and you feel like you're getting nowhere, even though you feel like you're doing everything right, then um, message me on Instagram at PageGraceFit. We can talk about what um, you're currently going through, what you're currently doing and what you could do better in order to get you moving forward. And if you think that, you know, you've had enough of going it alone and not getting results and you'd like some help with that, um, then you can inquire through the link in my bio on Instagram at PageGraceFit um, and we can talk about whether I would be the right coach for you. I help so many women who have been trying for so long to lose weight or to get into the gym and they just can't seem to do it by themselves. But then when they have that accountability, when they have that support, when they have someone there who's compassionate and understanding to the situation that they've come from and then the situation they want to go into, um, they honestly thrive. So, um, so yeah just let me know I'd be happy to jump on a call and we can chat about whether I'm the right coach for you um and we can get you moving forward towards your goals if this podcast has been useful if it's kind of helped you screw your head back on after um like after a holiday or after a weight um spike then um I'm really really glad and send it to someone who you think might need to hear the same um and other than that I hope you all have lovely days